Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a special edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga. I'll be joined shortly by Paul Hoynes from Cleveland.com. We're taking a look at the Cleveland Indians and Minnesota Twins as they get ready to head down to Puerto Rico for a two-game series. Middle of this week, they will be there Tuesday and Wednesday. Paul, good to hear from you. Uh, I, you've been down to Puerto Rico before in the past, but what's what's what are you looking forward to most about getting down there this year? You know, it, it's going to be fun, Joe. I, I went down there, uh, you know, several years ago when uh, Carlos Baerga and Sandy Alomar, you know, both uh, you know Puerto Rican players, uh, were still playing with the Indians and. Uh, they played uh, two uh, games against the Mets in spring training, and it was fun. You know, we went to see uh, Sandy's, where Sandy grew up, uh, on the other side of the, in, uh, near Ponce, and uh, got to, you know met his mom and dad, and I don't think his dad was there, but we met his mom, and you know it was really cool. It was you know his kids were there, so it was fun, and so we they, we spent like a couple days on the island. Uh, they played two games, and. Uh, I just remember how popular the players were. You know, uh, they had to, they had security keeping the fans away from the buses. It was, it was, it was a little crazy, but it was, it was fun. And, uh, you know, I, I went there another time right after, uh, the 94 strike, right? Or, you know, the strike that wiped out the World Series. I went down to, you know, do some stories on winter ball and I went to Puerto Rico and the Dominican and Puerto Rico was the first stop and, uh, you know, I met uh, Robbie Alomar there, and, uh, you know, Alomar and Vierga were playing winter ball, and it was fun. It was it was cool. It was, uh, you know, they, and it's, you know, it was really, it was nice. We were on the beach. It was fun. It was it was a good trip. So so there it is. You're, you're looking forward to the weather down there, huh? That, that's what it is. <laughs> you don't, believe me, you do not want to see this uh, body on the beach. <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would not be good. <laughs> well, great. So, uh, you know, obviously there's there's players on the roster. Uh, Francisco Lindor, the, the most prominent among them, uh, with a, a, a you know, Puerto Rican uh, background, as well as Roberto Perez, obviously Sandy Alomar, the first base coach, and I believe Victor Martinez, He's uh, American-born, but he's uh, of, of Puerto Rican descent, and he's the, the, the new assistant hitting coach with the team as well. So for those guys, it'll be especially, uh, you know, important this trip uh, is going to be for them. Yeah, you know, I was talking to uh, Roberto and, um, and and Francisco today, and uh, they're really looking forward to it. They're, they're You know, they're getting hammered by uh, tickets. I mean, Perez has uh, like 40 tickets, I think, uh, and you know I, I would imagine Lindor has just as many. And you know another guy, an interesting guy, is uh, Edwin Encarnacion. He's you know he's born in the Dominican. He's a Dominican uh, citizen, but uh, you know he his dad uh, moved to uh, Puerto Rico to uh, get work, and he brought, eventually brought the family there. And you know he he was a high school player in Puerto Rico and got drafted out of Puerto Rico. 
in in Texas. So he doesn't have. I, I was talking to him. He said he doesn't have family there anymore, but he's got a lot of friends that he considers family. So he's looking forward to it again. You know, it's 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 uh, it's going to be cool for those guys. They're going to play in front of their, you know, on their on their for their for their countrymen and. Uh, uh, you know, very uh, long and proud uh, baseball tradition in Puerto Rico, and uh, I'm 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 kind of I'm I'm really anxious to kind of tap into it and see see what the vibe is. What's the uh, Hiram Beethorn Stadium? How what's the uh, the seating capacity there? It, it can't be too too much. It can't be more than fifteen thousand, right? Yeah, I think it's between fifteen and twenty thousand. I think uh, you know. Um, uh, over the winter, in you know, in part of the recovery uh, from uh, the hurricanes that hit the island, um, uh, Yadier uh, Molina held a uh, you know softball contest, saw a home run hitting contest, and you know a celebrity softball game, and I think they got twenty thousand in there, so uh, you know to help with the island relief fund, and uh, you know, and that's something you know Roberto uh, Perez, you know, went back a couple times. He stayed here during the winter. But he went back a couple times. His, you know, with the house where he grew up in, he he kind of lives on the far side of the island. And the house he grew up in uh, was destroyed. And he helped his mom move in with his aunt. Uh, he, and uh, Francisco uh, Lindor's, you know, I think he had a, maybe his mother. I think his brother maybe is, uh, is on some brother and sister maybe live on the island. And uh, you know, the, I, he he went over there four or five different times. Helping them and helping, you know, going into the, you know, the remote part of the country, just helping people. You know, they delivered Christmas presents, they delivered, uh, you know, food and supplies. So it's uh, it's kind of cool, and I'm sure, you know, the, the the people of Puerto Rico will remember that. You know, They'll, so it's going to be kind of a, it's just going to see what how they how they kind of, uh, you know, welcome their uh, their native uh, countrymen back. Uh, now, surrounding uh, these two games, there's also a, a whole bunch of, uh, you know, outreach events and, and community events uh, that, that, that the team and the players will be involved in. I, I believe there's a there's a, a golf outing and there's a, uh, Francisco Linder will be running some uh, some youth clinics as well. Uh, what, what do we know about uh, what the, the, the players and the, the members of the organization, the Indians organization, are, are involved in? I know, uh, you know, Lindor is, you know, Monday is an off day. And they play Tuesday and Wednesday, and um, so uh, Lindor is going to be conducting a uh, you know a clinic. Um, uh, I think maybe at his old high school, his old grammar school, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, you know so I, I'm sure that's going to be very popular. And there's you know there's some a golf tournament. I think there's some uh, celebrity type uh, games at the at the uh, you know Bith, uh, Hiram Bithorn Stadium. It is going to be it's going to be interesting. I you know I know. I was I was getting ready uh, for the port, you know, to, to go to Puerto Rico yesterday or the day before, and I saw, a, you know, a news report that uh, you know, nine hundred thousand uh, homes were knocked out of, uh, <laughs> had their electricity knocked out, a tree fell on a power line, you know, and that's been such a big problem over there. But I guess it's not, uh, it won't affect, it's not affected San Juan. Uh, where where the you know the games will be played and the and the and the teams the Twins and the Indians will be staying, right? Just referencing that, uh, I think it was one tree knocked over one power line, and like you said, six hundred thousand homes were were affected. So that's I, you know it's it, it's really kind of unnerving to to think about how how unstable the situation still is 
so many months after the the hurricanes. But you know, that's a whole another podcast for a whole another debate. This one, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll focus a little bit more on the baseball side of things. Uh, the pitching matchups, uh, obviously, on top of this being uh, an important thing for the the players and the uh, the organizations, this will be the first time they meet uh, this year, and the Indians and Twins are going to face off. Uh, I believe Car- Carlos Carrasco pitches the first game for the Indians, and uh, Trevor Bauer gets the second game. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, Bauer gets he'll face Bar- uh, Barrios uh, on Wednesday night, and, and uh, I think. Uh, Oh, uh, Kyle's. I can't. Think, I can't think Kyle, of the other. Kyle Gibson. Kyle yeah, Gibson from, from Kyle Gibson is in game one. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be. You know, it's a good matchup. The Twins and Indians are kind of running neck and neck in in the AL Central. They both started, you know, fairly well. And uh, you know, I'm sure the Twins are going to be. It's going to be fun for them to get out of Minneapolis, where it's been snowing for like two days. Well, I guess they, the, the airport was closed there, so hopefully they, they they can make it they can make it to Puerto Rico. If they haven't played in in four or five days, or, or have only played once in four or five days, is, is there any advantage for the Indians there? Oh yeah, I think I think so, Joe. You know, uh, baseball you know is a game of rhythm, uh, especially early in the season. You want to play as much as you can, and that's the one thing the Indians have been fortunate. Here, you know, a lot of, there was a lot of criticism or a lot of head scratching over how how they could have a ten game homestand in the in the middle of April. Uh, I guess their longest homestand of the season, or equal matching their longest homestand. And you know, so far they've you know they've been lucky to get what uh, you know eight of the eight of the ten games in. So in the uh, in the lead up to uh, this this big series uh, with Minnesota in Puerto Rico, we've sort of taken a look at some of the uh, the great Puerto Rican baseball players in Major League Baseball. We mentioned we mentioned Hiram Beethorn, uh, the, the the player who's uh, named the, the first Puerto Rican player in Major League Baseball. Uh, he was a, a pitcher for the Cubs and uh, the White Sox, and uh, this was back in like the the late '40s and, and '50s, I believe. Uh, his his name is on the stadium where the the game will, the games will be played this week. But uh, we, I went around and, and I asked uh, Roberto Perez and Francisco Lindor and even Sandy Alomar, uh, who some of the uh, the great players that they sort of looked up to when they were growing up, and, and even the players from today's game and, and you know the, the the importance of Puerto Rican players in the game uh, today. I asked them to pick uh, you know their nine, and, and obviously uh, uh, right field was a was a no brainer. Uh, I think Roberto Clemente, uh, probably one of the greatest uh, of all time. Uh, you put him out there in right field, and you, you're done with that. But uh, what would you? Who would you consider some of the guys that uh, you know? If if we were to fill out the outfield, uh, any any candidates uh, in, uh, off the top of your head? Wow, you know, I, I would. Uh, you know, Juan Gonzalez has to be one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, jeez, uh, uh, oh man, I. I <laughs> they mentioned uh, they they mentioned a younger Carlos Beltran when he could when he could run and play oh. the outfield. Yeah, he could play center field. He came up, I think, as a center fielder for Kansas mm-hmm. City, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a great choice. Uh, Beltran, uh, boy, oh boy, you know, I, I can't, I, I can't think of a left fielder. I know there's got to be like a ton of them, uh, you know. But I, you know, you move to the infield, you know, you've got to, you know, <laughs> you know, Robbie Alomar. Uh, um, I think I think Robbie Alomar, Hall of Famer, was the consensus choice among. Uh, Lindor Perez and and Sandy Alomar, I'm I'm shocked at that one. 
Carlos Delgado at first base. Was That's one who that I was thinking much, of. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everybody was, you know, and, and he would be up there in terms of Puerto Rican players who've hit the most home runs uh, in their career. Uh, he and he and Juan Gonzalez would be up there. Uh, I think they wanted to put Carlos Baerga since he started his career as a third baseman. Uh, uh, you know, put him over there. At, at yeah, first. that's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. But I asked, I asked him. You know, you've got three, three choices right now at uh, uh, at shortstop of, of of guys who who could, you know, you put enough time in, they could be generational type players. Carlos Correa, uh, Javi Baez, and Francisco Lindor. Uh, Javi Baez playing second base a lot, but you know he's a, he's a natural shortstop. Uh, who's I mean, who has the the chance to be the best of the bunch there? Wow, that's a, that's that's I, I don't know. You got to flip a coin there. I I would think um, you know, Prince, uh, Lindor had had such a great year last year, power wise, that mm-hmm. he surprised you. I, I think over the long haul, I, I might go with Correa just because he's a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. More power, maybe a little more durable, but you know, I don't think you could go wrong with either one of those guys, Lindor, right. Baez, uh, or or Correa. I mean, all you know, really super good players. I haven't seen the Baez a lot at shortstop, but you know, we saw we saw plenty of them at the, in the World Series, and he's right. he's a darn good player. Uh, Correa's got Correa's got a ring. Baez has a ring, so I, I think, uh, but but. But look at where uh, who played shortstop for Puerto Rico in the World Baseball Classic. It that's was exactly Lindor. right. Yeah, yeah, so, that's, yeah. So you know, even among his own countrymen, I think uh, you know the the word is out that defensively, Francisco Lindor might be the the pick of the yeah. litter there. All right, that, yeah, he's the prototype. <laughs> that brings us to catcher, which is uh, the position that was most interesting for me to ask about because uh, I asked Francisco Lindor and he immediately said Yadier Molina. Uh, the two bonded when they were in the World Baseball Classic together. I think he thinks the world of him. Um, but he also mentioned uh, Hall of Famer Pudge Rodriguez. And, and Francisco Lindor mentioned Sandy Alomar as a guy. When I talked to Roberto Perez, he talked about uh, Pudge Rodriguez and Yadier Molina and, and, and curiously left his own you know, <laughs> position coach off the list. And then I talked to Sandy Alomar. And Alomar talked. Alomar talked about Pudge Rodriguez almost exclusively. Uh, you know, said Yadier Molina. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty good. I mean, you're talking about Yadier Molina being pretty good in that conversation. <laughs> and then I and then I asked Sandy where he thought he fit in in that group. And Sandy looked at me and he said, "You know, I'd be warming up pitchers between innings with those guys on the roster." That's great. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, you know, you would expect Sandy to say that, but he might. So you might have forgotten that he went to six all-star games, too. <laughs> you know, and played in two World Series and, you know, is an all-star MVP. And uh, Sandy's resume isn't too shabby itself, no. you know. And played, rookie of the year. Uh, I mean, he went to the – he played 20 years in the big leagues. He played longer than Robbie. And, so, and, uh, and I think Sandy invented uh, the, the modern uh, habit of throwing guys out from your knees. I, I had never seen a catcher throw guys out from his knees the way Sandy used to in his earlier days. Yeah, when well, him and Benito Santiago came up in uh, the Padres system together, and Santiago and him used to do that all the time. All right, as far as starting pitching goes, I think uh, Sandy mentioned Hiram Beethorn, who uh, you know was sort of the is sort of revered and looked up to uh, by the Puerto Ricans as the, the the pioneer in that regard. All right, so. That, you know, that leaves us with, you know, getting down there and getting the games played. And, uh, you know, 
Paul, you, you talked uh, to Terry Francona, and, and he mentioned, you know, that, that these aren't just, you know, exhibition games or anything like that. These, these, these are still important to, to sort of have your focus when you go down there. Yeah, definitely, because I think, you know, with all the uh, the excitement created by these two games and, you know, the fact you're going into uh, 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 into a country to try to try to lift their spirits after, you know, just what they've been through since the hurricanes, you know, I think you're, you're, it's a goodwill tour as well. But you have to remember these aren't exhibition games. This spring training, they count. So you have to keep, uh, you know, there has to be a level of competitiveness here. And uh, we've seen it uh, with the Indians on this homestand uh, playing through trying conditions and, and tough weather and, you know, still winning without scoring a whole lot of runs. And, uh, you know, they, they they really have to make sure to bring that same attitude to Puerto Rico because, like like we said earlier in the podcast, Joe, they're, they're playing the Twins. And, uh, you know, this is the first meeting of the two teams, the two teams that are supposed to be the best in the AL Central, and there's no time like the present to, to make an impression. Is there uh, any sort of ground rules at the stadium, or is it a, a hitter's park or a pitcher's park, from what you can tell? You know, I, I was there – this this was like I was there like almost 15 years ago. I just remember how big it was, you know. Mm-hmm. It was uh, – it just seemed like almost like a, a kind of an Olympic-style uh, stadium, you know. I think there was a track around it, you know, so it's a multi-purpose stadium. Now, I, I didn't see any uh, – if it favored one 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 uh, a pitcher or the hitters, it just looked like I just remember it being a very big ballpark. But you know that that that's uh you know that's my memories from 20 years ago. Who knows? Well, maybe we get some low scoring games, some uh, some pitchers duels, and uh, you know maybe that favors the Indians over the the Twins, uh, depending on on who's running out there with Rookie and, and Bauer. Okay, well uh, we're we're looking forward to the uh, the games and. The Indians and the Twins sort of kicking off this this big rivalry that's going to carry on through the rest of the season. And we'll look forward to your coverage the rest of this week, Paul. All right, Joe. Thanks, man.